What up, though? Welcome to another episode of Don't Blame Me, Blame Detroit with your uh, boy Brandon Jordan. And we about to jump right into it. So, you know, I got to have my beautiful co-host. Yes, she is. She is beautiful. I appreciate you saying beautiful. Yes, baby. Mm-hmm. And I got a special guest uh, with us this week. This is another beautiful woman. Ooh, I get beautiful too. Yes, she is. Yeah, hi. I got to see her uh, do her thing in a, uh, in a play and where she killed it. Killed Thank it. You. Like, Thank you so much. Was my favorite, actually. She was my favorite character. Yeah, she did. You, know? you guys are too kind. Oh, man, we just being honest. You know, that's what we do on here. And... Oh no! I'm not going blank. Oh okay. <laughs> I'm not going blank. I have that effect on people. <laughs> <laughs> I have that effect on people. But I um don't want I don't want to get this get this wrong because I'm being honest with you. I forgot your last name. That is okay. I but, go by the name of Cranay Alicia. Cranay Alicia, like Renee with a K. There we go. Mm-hmm. So just tell the people uh just a little bit about yourself. I'm from Baltimore, Maryland, born and raised. Rita. Yeah, lived about six years in Chicago, lived a little bit in New York, and then two years ago, I came out to L.A. to get my master's at USC. Where'd you live in New York? Um, Harlem. That's my favorite borough. Mm -hmm. Yep, Harlem. Like Harlem. Whoop, Harlem. Yeah, I ain't stayed there long. I got a love-hate relationship with New York. Okay. What? what, Because New York is my favorite city. Oh. Well, it's not mine. New York is dirty. Yes. And you, you sweating mm-hmm. and you going up and down trains. And it's just, Ugh, and you love it because it's so accessible. Yeah. Uh-huh. But at the same time, it's also it's just, just like, it's treacherous. It's, it's a hard city to like make it in. Like if I could have New York with but the LA weather, that'd be the perfect city for me. But LA mm. weather ain't even popping right now, and it hasn't been it in the past popping. couple of years. Whatever. Listen, you when you I come guess from compared to Detroit, it's right? Popping. When you coming oh, yeah, from when you, when you come from eight, uh, 12 inches of snow and negative two degrees outside, where you can't feel your toes, your snot freezing on top of your <laughs> lip, your eyeballs freezing. Trust just, me, we did it in Chicago. You oh, can't I know. feel your fingers. Texas get it all too. You know, not like not, not like, like not like not like the Midwest and the North. Well, when I know it, and we didn't get. 18 inches of snow, but we still get the snow. You know, you get a little bit. I, li- I live ice. there. I live there. You get a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but you went to Dallas. I'm living in Lubbock. It's way different in Lubbock, Texas. Did you, do y'all close things down? Yes, we close things oh, down. Yeah, See, did. we don't. Yeah, like, no. It went we in Chicago. When I lived in Chicago, it was negative 10 degrees, and my employer was like, um, when are, what time are you getting here? I'm like, I thought the city was closed down because it's negative <laughs> 10 degrees and it's snowing outside. They're like, no, no. Chicago, boo. Like, you need you to know, come you, to work. Yeah, yeah that's different. Those type of states are made for their weather. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's why. We ain't going in. We staying inside. So that's why this little 50 degrees with a little wind, that don't do nothing it to me. It don't do nothing for you. It don't do to nothing me. to me. That is just beautiful. Well, I have a medical condition. I'm anemic, so every. <laughs> Every black woman's anemic. It's always cold. I'm anemic too. That's every black woman thing. Every black woman got that condition. That's not good. I be trying to eat my beans and flax seeds and greens, but yeah. Anyways. So, uh, so how long have you been in LA? I've been in LA officially two and a half years. 
Okay. You, she's still wet under the ears. She's still wet behind. I mean, the ears. she. I've been here two years. It was. It was two years last. Last. You only week. been here two years. Two years last wow. week. Wow. Last weekend. Well, I, guys, I have been here ten years. Ooh, you basically a, a yeah. Angelonian. Ain't yeah, that how yeah. I'm like a Californian. Mm-hmm. She a Valley girl now. <laughs> Valley. <laughs> I still rep Texas. <laughs> Yeah, she need to be rooting for the Rams now since she's uh, an L.A. girl. Yeah, no. Dallas Cowboys for life. I, I am loyal. I switch over my license. You finally like, switched I, it no, over? No, I haven't no. switched mine over either. I've well, lived, yeah, in, I I lived in Chicago for six years. I didn't switch exactly. it over. Exactly. I was about to say, I, I didn't switch over my license until I was like on my seventh, sixth year here. Look, like, I mean, y'all got to make me and switch even my driver, And even my driver's license. My driver's plate. My license plate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm Maryland. serious. Like, I went to go to try to switch my license over. And they made me take the test, and I felt it, and I said, I ain't got time for this. I went back to Detroit. <laughs> I went back to Detroit and renewed my license out there and said, I'm good. So that means I ain't trying to be on the road with you then. You <laughs> failing tests? That means now, you can't be in these L.A. streets, No, okay? I kept failing everything because, like, I don't drink. Mm-hmm. And so I kept failing all the stuff about DUIs and stuff like that. I don't know nothing about I don't, I don't drink. Think I wouldn't know. I didn't know nothing about that stuff. I don't stuff. drink, but I, I didn't fail. I didn't know you nothing know about I've that stuff. You know what? I've been hearing a lot of people say they don't drink lately. Oh, what? Really? Yeah. Oh well, I've never been a drinker my entire life, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, I've just never. Yeah, me. I never. Like yeah. I didn't smoking. Never. Mm-hmm. I never smoked. Yeah. But I have drank a couple of times in my life, but I never been consistently. Never been a yeah. consistently, you know, drinker. I yeah. wouldn't say I'm that a ain't a drinker. Drinker. Yeah. Then you get older, and then it's yeah. like, pour me a glass okay. of wine. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. So, so let me ask. So since you've been out here, how's your uh, how's your dating life been? Mm. Oh God. Um. You can't wait. <laughs> I feel like okay. I think it's different, very different, and it's good to, that I've lived in different cities so I can get I get to like compare it, you know. Right. And I feel like out here things seem a, a little like people are dating for the picture, not necessarily for the person. You know, they want the like the perfect picture for Instagram and like. They don't really care too much of what's inside of you, like just as long as the outside. And I'm not just talking about physical beauty. I'm talking about like as long as you, well, what kind of job you got, or what you driving, you know, like how things look, the appearance of things, and not necessarily the person. I I, I feel you on that. I feel like that's yeah. more when I talk to someone inside the industry mm-hmm. versus someone that's totally outside of it. Yeah. Like when I when I meet women that's you know that's from LA but that has nothing to do with the entertainment business, I don't get that feel. Mm-hmm. But when I talk to someone that has some type of ties to so you know to the um either either acting or singing any type of entertainment thing, I kind of you can get that. Yeah. I understand you can get that feel. I don't know. I mean, I guess the guys have been in entertainment. Guys out here seem a little weird to me. They be they be they more are. on the celebrities than the girls be. Oh, definitely. Like, they are. Chris Brown come in, Trey Songs come in. It's like they so busy trying to chase after Chris Brown and Trey Songs. Like they more on the feet. They more on the guys, the the celebrities and the look of things than the girls are. You're like right. they're so concerned with being a part of the entourage. And so like that's a bit of a turnoff. And I'm super super selective about like who I choose today and who I give my time to. And even still. Once you like have all of those boundaries up and those barriers, you still kind of get some trash sometimes. Like that. Okay, so dudes that just so let me ask. So before we get into the to the uh, to the first topic, ooh, 
What is what is some things that you look for? In a man? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, in a man? Right. We're still talking about dating? No. It, <laughs> it's, and, and there's a reason why I'm going in this, but mm-hmm. I, want to, I want to hear what you say. Um, first things first, like I always look for a man of God. Like that's super important to me. My faith is super important to me. And it's carried me through so many different seasons of my life. And I think um, because of my age, I'm looking for something that's long-term. I'm looking for marriage. And so I know in order to make a marriage work, we both got to have something bigger than ourselves. It can't be just you and me in our own humanness trying to make this thing work, you know, because we'll fail. Um, So that's the first thing for me, Mm -hmm. faith. And then I look for someone that is funny and easygoing. Like life can't be so serious. I like a party. Like Mm -hmm. I like to have a good time. Okay. I like to host parties. I like to like have people over the house. I want to like, have conversation and easy, like just easy conversation and easy connection. And then I look for somebody who, um, like path wise, we're in the same, like mindset wise about money and family like that. They hold that very high for them. And, um, I would say lastly, someone that in my absence can make decisions that I trust. Like I believe in his decision-making and I've, realize I don't trust a lot of men in their decision making. It's like you gonna get this Gucci belt, but you you know what I'm saying? Like it's the certain decision making things that is just like, uh I can't I can't in good conscience like pick you to be my man. Cause then if I have kids with you, if if I marry you, if I have kids with you, like my kids are going to be subject to your poor decisions. Well two things on that on that last part. <coughs> one, I, I you made me because I do make some dumb decisions. <laughs> I do, I'm the type where Absolutely. I'm the type where I will uh, not pay a, I will not pay a bill to go get these new sn- these sneakers that's coming out. I will do that. Absolutely, I will do that. But <laughs> but the other point I was gonna make is is that that's also where you can come into play mm-hmm. to where <clears throat> you can help a man mature. Mm-hmm. In that part of his life, yeah. Well, you rolling your eyes over there, you know. But you <laughs> can't. But that's because, because what I'm saying is, is that when you come, when two people come together, they supposed to help each other, balance, you know, say balance out or strengthen their weaknesses. Yeah, you know. So you can be able to, you know, you meet a guy that, you know, that makes dumb decisions. You know, saying that you feel like are dumb decisions, and you can be able to help and be able to teach them to not make them dumb decisions. I you know? guess you're right in a way. You can help. That's the part. I think, but that's but what you that's gotta, what that's about. That's what that's part of building with someone. Yeah, but you got to have a nigga that's willing. Yeah. Cuz a lot of these niggas don't want you to tell them nothing. You can't tell them nothing. You can't tell a nigga how to tie his shoes right <laughs> without him being like, you know, like, "Oh my god, why are you talking?" So it's like you got if, if if I see somebody that's willing and mindset-wise they and they mind open to the next like the next thing or gleaning the wisdom that I have and vice versa, me gleaning the wisdom that they have, mm-hmm. then I'm open to it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm ready and available to that. However, like we're going to master that poor decision-making before I bring kids into the picture yeah. because I can't bring kids into <coughs> the picture with someone who's still not getting I mean, that. Of course. Life is past, I mean, you know? of, of course that. And the uh, last thing was, you shocked me 
because this is one of the things that we didn't talked about on the podcast, you know, before. And this is one thing that I'm big on is I feel like a lot of women, especially a lot of LA women I have Girl, met, speak on it. They, Go ahead. I'm listening. They uh, mix their st- their standards with their preferences, mm-hmm. and a lot of times they don't know the difference. <clears throat> okay. And I like the fact that everything that you said was a standard. Oh yeah. That's a, everything you said was 100 percent something that is a standard that you should have, mm-hmm. and you know, saying and looking for a mate. Mm-hmm. No, know? yeah, I rock with that. I feel like. At the end of the day, there are a lot of people that are like preference driven daters. I'm not a preference driven dater. <coughs> Shay. I'm going. <laughs> I'm not a preference driven dater. So you wasn't the one the other day said he got to be 5'10. <coughs> no, I didn't say he got to be 5'10. <coughs> don't persist. Don't persist. <coughs> oh, like no. That. Oh. Don't oh. my friends have to be no no that no that's what we were talking about i was saying my friends we were all having a debate and i was telling her i didn't have a type because she said no you like big men you like men that are six feet no i said no 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 those he was are like your, he got to be at least five you know, pre- no 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 i said those are your preferences and i was like no you just want a man that you think that at least got to be five ten my men don't oh, got to okay. be five ten okay yeah all right. i said but what i did say is i said naturally i feel from my surroundings and my life of 34 years of living, I feel that women, if they had a choice, they would choose a taller man rather than a, a shorter, shorter man. man. Mm-hmm. Just That's just it. But it is a preference. And I was telling my friends, giving them wisdom, stating you guys are very simple-minded to me because you guys are sh- telling me your preferences and not your standards according to he got to be... 610 I said for for me I feel like that's more of a young minded mentality mm-hmm. woman mm-hmm. Yeah. because younger women look for that I myself could say that then I don't think like that that's why I'm saying I don't have a type because I'll date chunk it doesn't matter how he looks to me it's mm-hmm. how he treats me what yep. he does what is yes. his vision and his goals are do I trust him is he loyal what 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 foundation can we build mm-hmm. what does he want out of life that's what I was saying. Because so, cute went out the window yeah. at 25. And that's what I was saying. And, I, and, I, and, I, and that was another thing I told them. I said, victory is not the most attractive men. I told them that to his face, too. But oh I said, but I said nigga, yes, I told my man that he was not that attractive to me. If I would, if I was just, if he wouldn't ever approach me and consistently and was very persistent with me and dating me and getting to know me. I wouldn't have looked at him twice, mm. you know, That's real. but when you, cause you but, can learn to like but somebody. I wasn't simple minded and I gave him a chance and we opened up and it was all start on of a, off of business anyways, before mm-hmm. anything else. And we just slowly, but surely months and months, months led into, I really like this man. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm that's totally patience. That's somebody yeah. that's really trying to pursue you and not just yes, hunt you. And he's it's a difference. Pursuing and very patient. He's a very organic person. So mm-hmm. he's not like, okay, so when you gonna ask me out? Okay, so when we get married, he's not that type of guy. It's like, let's just let every day happen organically, Shay. Let's just keep our same uh, level of chemistry. But then going. my question was, this something about him that you were attracted to? It, yes, it was a lot of things that I got initially, or or you became attracted to all of him. When you say initially, do you mean the first time I saw him? What, like after or you talk, a, okay. like as you talk, yes. let's say two weeks into you talking, like it, like was his voice at least sexy? Yes. Something was sexy. Yes, his to voice you. was sexy and his mentality. He, I could tell he was very wise. He was mm-hmm. a nerd. Mm-hmm. I love nerds, and it was all it was always about business and mm-hmm. what he, he was. I was like, oh, I learned. I it was, the thing was I was learning a lot from that man within two weeks. 
Mm. He was teaching me so much. And nigga ain't never and taught me nothing difference. I don't He's know. He's 10 years older than me. So it's like, mm-hmm. wow. Girl, a nigga yeah. ain't never teach me nothing I don't know. Okay. You know? They ain't never taught me nothing. Shout, shout out to Victory, man. <laughs> shout out to my man, Victory. You know, Shay uh, puts a smile on that man's face all the time. You are so funny. <laughs> so but uh, so... The, what I wanted, to, what I wanted to get into is, I'm about to be uh, 34 this year. What? Ooh, when? 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 October first. Oh, okay. October first. Well, you got the whole year to live. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to be 34. But as I'm getting older, and a lot of my friends are uh, starting to get married, you know, they're married or in very serious relationships. My mentality is starting to change on things. Mm-hmm. Is I can't allow my friends to you know especially the married ones you know especially the ones that's married i can't support cheating you can't support cheating yeah Yeah. like Hmm. i don't i can't support that (laughs) you know it's already hard out here for 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 the singles dude but then you got you know my you got these married guys out here making it harder for us because they they're out here uh, cheating on their wives and with, with the with the women I'm supposed to be talking to <laughs> and messing them up for for for, for my go around, mm-hmm. you know, and I never really been in a, a serious relationship, so I never cheated before. Mm-hmm. Have y'all only ever, because you didn't have the opportunity to, or you I wouldn't feel like okay, I wouldn't have. And it's crazy because can, I've only known Brandon for what since last year. It was like what I don't know September we start. It was, was like, it? like yeah, like August, September, something wow, like that. Wow, that's not long at all. And I, I feel like I know him well enough to say he's not a cheater. Mm-hmm. And I don't say that lightly either. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to, no, I'm Shay. Oh, God. I'm the host. You both be questioning I know you did, you did guess, but it's. <laughs> But I want, I want, reason why I'm, but I'm coming, I'm coming to you is because I want to ask this. Yeah, for sure. Because when we was talking, we was talking in the car and I, and I want to know. Okay. So you said you never cheated before. Right. What was the, what was the worst moment that you, the worst time that someone cheated on you and how you felt? Oh, Lord, I don't want to rethink about it. Anyways, I'm obviously healed from it, but um, my boyfriend, that the, actually the first guy I ever loved that I could call myself, quote-unquote, loving, um, he had a whole baby on me. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. And, I mean, obviously, if I went into complete detail, obviously, you put somebody in talking to somebody for so many years, they know your family, you guys are it, you guys probably going to end up being together, man. He had a whole child on me. Wow. A whole baby. So, yeah. And, oh, uh, so this when, is another thing. Let me, oh, no, no, that's not the worst one. Okay. It gets worse. Uh, I don't even want to do this, but I am because it's okay. It doesn't matter who it is. Anyways, a guy that I was talking to that I loved. Okay, let me, the same guy. I ain't going to say his name or or the other girl's name. Um, He, we weren't together or anything. This was years later, but he slept with one of my sisters. Oh my god! I feel like um, what's that child's name? And we went together. But Willow. Still, you, I feel like Willow Smith on the I red was table talk. Sick like, her, and I was like, I think I know God protected me from that and told me that years later. 
obviously for maturing and healing from him, you know, a woman healing from a man that she's been with pretty much most of her life. But, uh, yeah. So what was your, you and your sister relationship? Um, I asked her about it. Well, she's my half sister, but anyway, I asked her, but we're still really close. That don't matter. We have uh-huh. the same father, but I asked her about it. I was like, and I, and I asked him about it. I said, I know this is old to me. I mean, new to me and old to you guys. Cause this happened so long ago, but I'm just now finding out about it. But I was like, this, I need closure. This is going to help me get closure. This also is going to help me completely get rid of him. Mm-hmm. Like completely. I can like move wow. on with my entire life. Yeah. Um, but I need closure. So I asked her and she was like, he, she wasn't, she's honest about it, but she was like, he was a number when she was going through her stuff. But you know, she was married and her husband cheated on her with her best friend. So she was just, my sister at the time was just going around sleeping with a lot of different men. And he just was a number, you know, obviously I mean, that was just pretty much it. And so much without putting all the business out there, he was just another number. It wasn't any, it didn't mean anything. It was just sex, but still it was just somebody that she knew that I like, she knew the relationship, the whole town knew us. We were that couple and vice versa for him, regardless if we weren't together anymore, you you don't sleep with someone's sister. I mean, obviously we weren't together. I know you're talking about the cheating part, but he did have a baby on me prior to that. But yeah. Still, yeah. So wow. Mm. Okay. That's why I'm saying, like, I, so, I just the whole cheating on people, I'd rather just leave you alone than cheat on you, be selfish and yeah. hurt you because eventually you're gonna find out. What did you do in the dark does come to the light. Always. Yeah. And I'm a product of that by my own parents. So yeah, I have I feel a certain way about those things. Okay. So being from Baltimore. Yeah. Not Baltimore, isn't it? Baltimore. 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 <laughs> what was your what was your worst situation with catching somebody you know seeing a, a guy you know catching a guy cheating on you? Um, ain't no nigga in Baltimore ever cheat on me. No, no, well, no. Well, could be. I didn't really. I was dating in Baltimore, but I was still like eight. I, I mean, I left Baltimore when I was eighteen. Okay, and moved to Chicago and ain't, went to school. And so in Baltimore, like people respected me and my family and like you know what we had going. So nobody. Oh, yo, really yo people, play yo people games. from the streets then. <laughs> Nobody really they, play games yeah. with me. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, the guys wire. like came right in. They respected like, you know, the whole vibe. So I never had any issues with that. And I was always like, and I really didn't date that much. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I was young and I was really focused. I was at art school. So I was really focused on my, my craft and stuff like that. Um, when I got to Chicago, um, it was like midway through my freshman year. And when my school, I was in a conservatory program, an acting conservatory program, and they accept like 44 students and half of them have to get cut after the first year. Not based on like, just based off yeah, of just, just like, are you a right fit for this program or mm-hmm. not? Your grades can be great, but half of them got to get cut. Yeah. And so my first year, so I'm like locked school. in. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm locked in. I'm not really dating anybody. And I meet this guy. And he's from the South. And, you ooh, know, ooh. like, that's the worst thing you can do is, like, meet somebody from the South. Exactly. And you from the East Coast. Yes. The Southern men are the best men. Yeah. But they got a different <laughs> mentality, you know? They do. And so they, I hey, met him, and it was just a dangerous situation altogether. He was older. Um, he was just not so great of a guy. Um, and um, we quickly started dating. I don't want to say quickly started dating. I, I felt like I was being... um. I felt like I was giving him the the runaround. Like he asked me out on a few dates. I told him no. 
Um, and then I think one time he was like at Red Lobster with his homeboys. He was like, I'm at Red Lobster with my homeboys. You want some biscuits? And I'm that's done. when we started <laughs> dating. <is> so <laughs> like, if he offered so you biscuits. I like that. A Red Lobster. Got you with the Red Lobster biscuits. The Shut Up Day biscuits, okay? That was yeah. very clever. Very clever, because Southern men are like they that. They are. You know? And they he are. would. I mean, he would bring me ribs and all kinds of food, mm-hmm. like, from the south side of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I'm up north at school, bring oh, me yeah, all south kinds side of school. Mm-hmm. I meant food from the south side of Chicago up yeah. north. And, like, he would buy cupcakes and buy my friends cupcakes and blah 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 and i think we were dating for a while i went home back to baltimore and i remember he said to me um i don't know who you was dating before me but you need to stop dating him if you ain't have a ride to the airport because shouldn't no man let his woman figure out how she gonna get to the airport and i was like oh well will you take me and he was like uh, yeah, yeah. And so I was he like, got you and that was like, that, that was just then. like, okay, now we, we together. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's was... got that. He's got that. know how to do it. He like, they, they... anybody else you dealing with, you need to cut them off Because if you ain't got no ride to the airport. If, if he ain't picking up your bag, putting it in the car, doing what I'm doing, okay? So he riding me around in a bench truck. We riding and riding and getting it and getting it. And the whole time, he just had a whole nother life, a whole nother family right around the corner from where I lived. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Was, a whole nother life. A whole nother life around the corner. And the way I found out is my roommate at the time. Trust me, men cannot hide stuff. And no. my roommate at the time, one of her family members was best friends with the girl. And we were all about to go out a girl's night. And they pull up in a truck that I've been riding around in with my I thought was my dude. And there's a girl in the truck. So I'm like, no, I ain't going to go. Like, and this is like on campus. So it was like a small, you know, environment. Mm-hmm. You kind of like know what's around. I was like, I ain't going to go. I stay home on Facebook at the time, going through Facebook, trying to figure out who this girl is, how, who she know, went, got to her page, looked through some old pictures. He up in all the pictures, girl, all the pictures. All the pictures, but it's never anything that explicitly say that they are together. And so then I I go out to another party one night and I meet the girl. And she's like, you're my um, my boyfriend, such and such friend on Facebook. I'm such and such. Nice to meet you. Like, I'm your boyfriend, your, your, your boyfriend friend on Facebook. You would not go up to no girl being like, you my boyfriend friend on Facebook. Like, because at that point we were on Facebook and we were like talking back and he would put up statuses and stuff and I would be commenting under the status. We would have like these little, like, you know, inside things between us. I called this Negro up. I'm like, oh, I just met your girlfriend. <laughs> he like, what you talking about? I just met your girlfriend. Stop playing with me. I just met your girlfriend. And we had it out that night. <laughs> um, eventually, I think, eventually we broke up. But the funny thing is, before I even found out that what the whole situation was, I had dreams about it. I had dreams about um, him walking down the street with like Marshall's bags with his and her towels inside of the bags. So it was like God was downloading into me the kind of man that I was with. But I was so focused on like, oh, this person is like he's giving the appearance yeah, uh-huh. of a good man. And, the, and God was revealing to me his heart. 
You know what I'm saying? Like on the outside, he's saying all these Southern things and he's opening doors and he's buying you dinner on Sunday and making sure you eat and taking care of you and dropping you money off and doing this and this and that. But God was like, all of that means nothing when the heart isn't right, you know? And so he was revealing to me the heart. I literally for months was like, he was, he was, he was nudging me about this. He was disrupting my soul about this man. And I would have very vivid dreams about it. And then it all came out. Wow. You know? And that was that. So that was my little cheating story. But this might not be the best topic for me. (laughs) (laughs) So have you ever cheated? No, I never cheated. But I don't think cheating is the worst thing a person can do to you. And that's why I say no, it's probably and that's, yeah. and that's why I'm yeah. like, that's why I'm getting like I feel that when you're just dating someone, cheating actually is is, is not, you know, say as bad as what you should should make it as. Before the re- this reason why. If you're dating somebody and they cheat on you, that, that gives you a positive uh, information to let you know I need to start dealing with this person mm-hmm. so you can stop wasting your time now cheating gets a lot more serious when you get married it do cheating gets it's a, a lot, lot more serious when you get married and when you're in a relationship for a while it's just not easy to just cut a person off after years yeah. like that well I'm not leaving okay <clears throat> Here's I'm gonna say this I'm not <laughs> I, I think it's a difference between somebody who cheats and a cheater it is I, I think that sometimes life happens and it gets in the way and I'm not condoning cheating, cheating at all. Like I'm making that, putting I that mean, out there. I mean, first. it's factors that go in, it fa- it's factors that, that go into why will, why a person, you know what I'm saying, would cheat anyway. Yeah. If like? You, if you're dating someone, so okay, say if you're with someone in a, a long-term relationship and y'all together for four years, that's a long time to me to just be dating, but uh four years mm-hmm. but say four years and going into the third fourth year all of a sudden the woman starts withholding you know saying sex don't want don't want to be in, don't want to be intimate no more for for whatever reason let's unpack that that's that's a reason that's a reason for a guy to want to go out and cheat because he's not getting what he what he feels he should be getting at home mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It could be financial reasons, financial reasons why why people cheat. Mm-hmm. You know, feeling like uh, this a woman can be feeling like she's not getting the security that she feels at home mm-hmm. from 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 the dude that she's with, and she goes searching for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all multiple it's, reasons. It's a bunch of different reasons why people cheat. I think a bunch, a bunch of different reasons. But I think you gotta, you kind of gotta be like, all right, do I gotta cheat on my hands? Or do I got a man who cheated? And I know that sounds complicated, but it's a difference. I it think is. that once you once you find out you've been cheated on, you especially as a married person, you got to decide whether you want to leave or not. Even as a person that's been in a relationship, like you got to decide whether you want to leave or but, not. But that all, but that only goes by the actions of the cheater, of the person that cheated. If mm-hmm. the if the person that cheated, if his actions is showing or her actions are showing that they are they're they're one hundred percent sorry. And want to show that they want whatever y'all had to work, mm-hmm. the actions will show that. And if a person is going to continue to be a cheater, they will show that in their actions too by yeah. continuously cheating. If they don't want you, they don't want you. They're going to show you that. I feel like, do you want a person to tell you? Yes. Me too. <sighs> 
I know that sounds very like, no, you don't. But I know that, yes, I would personally want my man to tell me if he cheated on me. I know that sounds very like, no, you don't. But I do because it's going to be the same thing when I find out. And I feel like it would be more of like, you did this behind my back. You may, I, I'll feel so much of like, you made me look stupid. How long I'll have so much going on in my head already as it is. Mm. So I feel like if a man can come to me and tell me he cheated. And I say this because my boyfriend in high school felt so ashamed of himself. He, he cheated cheat on. on a girl. He cheated with, he kissed a girl. He high school don't count. I, I'm just saying we'll keep going. he was still mature. He cheated on a, he cheated on me with a girl in high school. And he was like, I feel, he was like, he told me, but it was just the cutest thing. But I'm like, I was still hurt. But the fact that he told me, it just was something about it that respect. And I was willing to work that out and give another chance to that. And well, okay, it was high school, but still, it's still an example for me I can use. If me at an age that I am now, with the substance that me and my man should have for each other as well, yeah, I would want you to tell me. Mm. I would. Man, I it's hard, but I would want to know. I'm gonna find out regardless. I'm gonna be hurt either way. I'm gonna be hurt later or now. For my woman to tell me, yeah, I took the dick from another man. Oh man, I don't know if I can take that. I know, but whether she tell when she says she cheated, it's different. It's just her being straightforward straightforward with the wording. But you know, if your wife cheated, she was. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't know. Regardless, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Kiss and hug. It was some. It was a. But what if it's not like? What if it's like? What if it it didn't get to sexual? What if it's an emotional thing? Well, that's even that worse. Mo- more. Ooh, that's worse. What if See, they I never? That even, means that means you don't even matter no more. But I, <laughs> I, I seriously, I don't. I, I, I guess I guess it's hard because I haven't been in that situation. But yeah, so I'm I'm going. I'm I can talk about it because I'm I'm just going off of my. I'm, <laughs> I'm just going off of my. Mo- I can talk about well. it. I'm just going off of my emotions of how I, how I think I would how you react. Think you would react. I react to the situation. How would you react? All right, let's act how it out right think, now. How do you? If, maybe I cheated on you. And I had okay. sex with this man. Oh, I'll be I'll, I'll be and fucking we hurt. Was having sex like two to three times a day. Oh yeah, I'll be fucking hurt. I know you. I'll be hurt. Yeah, I I'll, I'll be tore Who up inside. Wouldn't? But if Don't you said, tell me. but I, but if you said, but if but if you told me. That it was just an emotion, or y'all didn't have it. That would be for me. That would be better than taking the pipe. He don't hear. He don't yeah. understand. No, no. but, men but I different. get it. It is different for no, me. No, for women, if a man cheated on me emotionally, oh my god, that means I'm horrible. That, I'm not good why? enough because we are emotional women. Yeah, they because physical. that means more to me. Mm-hmm. Like, like you didn't physically cheat. Like you don't have the physical proof of it. But, you but your, heart is somewhere. your heart is somewhere. Your heart is somewhere else. Yeah. I think about it. Excuse my language, podcast, but a nigga can stick his dick in anything. That doesn't matter. Like they don't have to be connected to a woman to have sex with them. But women are more emotional creatures. Yeah. Of course. So when you when when somebody has our man emotionally, it's over for us. But it's still vice versa. Even though y'all don't care, like visually, you you seeing your woman sleeping with another man, having sex with another man, it would hurt you more. But emotionally, but if emotionally, it wouldn't even matter at that point. She would already be gone from you uh-huh. in all, even sexually ways, because she's connected to another man emotionally. Right. Emotions are so much bigger than physical. Don't tell me if you never, shit, ever, man. ever, ever, ever going to cheat oh, again, man. and you made one mistake. Don't tell me. Why would you ruin a perfectly good relationship? <laughs> 
But why would you ruin my life? It also, it ain't perfect. But then. I believe this. But I believe this too. I believe in some loyal. form. I believe in some form of way. If a man uh, cheats, y'all know. Oh, we do. No, I'm, you might not. You don't have. You don't have the. You don't have the. <laughs> the, the proof, uh, the but you proof, have the sense. But you have yeah, the. Yeah, you the got feeling. that gut feeling. That's why I won't get a six pack because <laughs> I need to keep my gut. I need to keep my gut, my instinct. You know, that's why you can't get it. You can't mess around with these six packs. You start to lose your instinct. <laughs> I am weak. You know what I'm saying? You start to lose your instinct. Uh, uh-uh, uh, I ain't getting rid of that. These I men be wanting us to have. Blah, 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 blah. I need to keep my women's intuition. That's in the gut, okay? It is. That is in the gut. And, and just like that conversation we was having in the car, homegirl know that there's another woman in the picture. <laughs> uh, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it be like that. Well, I guess I don't need to be working on my Tiana Taylor no more then. <laughs> yeah. You need that good. I was trying to get my six pack. So, uh. Um, no, girl, you need to keep your. Mm-hmm. So, be it. Cushion for the pushing. Mm-hmm. So, so since you've been to LA, mm-hmm. how many, how many guys have you said you've been talking to? What does talking what to does mean? mean? Meaning as. This is who you're dating. Because I saw this me- meme today. I saw this meme today. And it was like, when guys ask you who you, how many guys you talking to, that means how many guys you having sex with. Yeah. Like, is that what no. that means? No. Exactly. To you, no. though. But to other men, I know, it I do know. mean I'm that. Saying, because men have told me that so many times. Well, you talk to and you effing. No, who can I, you call up and just have have some, so what is it called? What's the name? Oh, uh, oh <laughs> I can't think what of it. What is it? I yeah. never heard that. But you it's, know what I'm saying? Uh, Where you can you can call up a dude and you got it's called I something. I forgot something. what it was called. I forgot yeah. the name for it. But uh, Where you could just call up a, a dude Clinton, and though. have side dick. Okay. Side is that dick what it dick? is? No, it's it's I something think else. It's a, it's a word. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But when I mean talking to as in someone that you're saying, okay, this is who I'm dating and I'm not talking to nobody else. Hmm. In LA? Yeah. I only had one guy that I actually dated and I was in a relationship with. And I like since I've been here in two years and we broke up. But it was one guy. What do you do? He didn't do anything. I think that emotionally we just were on two different in two different places. He's mm. a great guy, super nice, just very loving, treated me well. I, I don't have bad things to say about him. I don't I don't so really I'll, have bad bad things to say about Many of the guys so, I've encountered. So I'm I'm confused. So why, if if you because have all that, if why you what? have all that good stuff to say and that, then why did it end? Because I think we get we're at an age where it's not always about um, if the person is good or not. Rather, is the person for you or not? You know. And mm-hmm. so for that particular situation, I was in a place where I was ready to move forward and like be emotionally expressive and like grow. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't ready for that. And I couldn't continue to push him, um, to be ready for something that he wasn't, you know? So I had to give, if I loved him, I had to give him the space and the opportunity to grow into the man that he wanted to be. Um, and so that's just kind of the way it went. And he wasn't ready to like, Okay. Move I, forward. I want to live a life together. We need to start <laughs> talking about life together. You know, not like just you live your life, I live my life. We date, we date, we date, we date. We go on dates, we go on dates. You know, mm-hmm. it got to start. I I have to start seeing growth, and I'm not like a let's sit around for two to three years kind of girl. 
Yeah, like, like, that's, mm. I hear that. Uh, I hear that a lot. Like people say they, um, oh, I've been dating. We've been dating for four, five, six years. I'm like, nah. for me, it's like I ain't dating nobody for four, what is, five, like, six what years. Like, what is what is y'all doing? Like, how much is how much is it to to talk about just during dating? Like, is by this? I feel I, like this. I don't know. I can't sit here and say specifically. I know exactly how much time I need to say. Um, this person, I would want you know, I would want to marry. I don't know that because I haven't did it, mm-hmm. but I know that it's not gonna take you know five six years yeah, of dating because someone. You know, you, when you know, you know, and I think like we're at a place where we know ourselves so much better than when we were twenty one and twenty and nineteen. You know, like you know yourself so much better, so you kind of know. All right, I can see myself with this person for a really like for the rest of my life. Like I can see settling down with this person. But four, five, six years is like I don't got that kind of time. <laughs> I ain't got that kind of time. I'm not finna nah. Nah. I can do without that. Like uh it's one thing too. I've I've been I feel I've been seeing a lot, especially out here, is single versus being single. What? Huh? Okay. <laughs> I I'm, I just you, said that. You mean no, people that no. want to be single? No, I said that that way, but I'm coming back to it. All right. Is choosing to be single versus mm-hmm. being single. Yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. That's, that's I choose I choose to be single. If that's I wanted to long, get any old man, I could just get any exactly because for a long time I it was a choice I was choosing to be single. And I run into that a lot. You run into what? A Girls lot that's, women, you know, saying that's they choose, to be they choose, you know, choose to be single. I think it, you run into it a lot down here. I think it's because it's like a myth. From my experience, and I say this, and I'm not just talking about my personal experience, from just from my my peers, my surroundings, my colleagues, my close friends, my associates, my acquaintance, my friends in the industry. A lot of times, I get it's just the men are just not ready for what they're ready for mm-hmm. and they get discouraged after so long so they just like you know what i just don't be by myself i actually am better off by myself at this point right now my life is actually giving me time to pursue understand me love me focus on me type thing where it's like more of a tunnel vision at that point but not that all their life they want to they choose to be single but at these moments right now whether it's one year two year three years i'm choosing i'm making a choice to be a single woman and it's because of all the just the blah blah with the men, because that's why it was for me. I I went on so many dates. I even my friend even got me talked me into doing online dating, which I was so closed off to, but I was open to it. And I went on a lot of dates with that, and it was so many potentials, but they was just up boys, like they just wasn't the right one. So I was I just like, like that. up boys. I need a I need a breathe. I need time for myself. This is a lot. So I was choosing they will to be, stress you out. They will. And I so I was and I went on so many days. Like I'm a woman that can say I have dated. So it's not like if I'm single, it's not because I haven't tried or I haven't put myself out there or I'm being closed minded. Because I've dated, I've been on so many dates. It was just these men was just not mm. I'm like, Y'all serious? And like me, after the first, second date, I know if it's gonna be something. I ain't like, wasting your little money. Vice no versa. More. So if you're not gonna be serious, then that's cool. And I'd rather a man just let me know up front than us playing this game because at the end of the day, you spending money and time for no reason. Mm-hmm. And I don't like to waste my time. You can build a friendship out of some of those things, but 
I got enough friends. Site. I got you enough on, friends. Exactly. You're on a dating site to get to know somebody. Hopefully. If you're not, then why you want it? <clears throat> but do you feel, do you ever feel like choosing to be single, you might miss out on something? I mean, you, if you, when you think about it like that, you can always miss out on something when you're in a relationship with somebody else or when you're single. It's still, you have to make choices for yourself and in the midst of that, you know, that part of your life, what's healthy and, and best for you. It's not that you're necessarily missing out on something because what's right for you right is going to be for you regardless. Because right now, I'm learning right now. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm very fascinated on this uh I feel like you can choose insight. to be single, but it doesn't have necessarily have to have a time frame on it. Like, I don't have to be like, oh, I'm choosing to be single for the ten next years. 10 years yeah. or the next two years, or even yeah. next one year. It's like okay. the, the the things that I have presented to me don't impress me. So I'm going to stay at home. Right. Okay. So when you choose, okay, you're choosing to be single. Mm-hmm. And it, either one of y'all can answer this question, but you're choosing to be single. And say you've been say it's been eight months. You not going on no dates or anything. What does a guy have to present to change your mind? <coughs> hmm. If if you choose to be single, if you choose to be single, what is it in a? Because at some point it's gonna be somebody that you're yeah. gonna be like, okay, I'm gonna give him a shot. But what is some things or what is it? That will that will make you change your mind to say I'm gonna give him a chance. There you go. Persistence. Because a lot of people is like you tell them no Mm -hmm. one time and it's like oh she did so (laughs) like no like it's it's persistence. If you're really interested in somebody, if you really feel drawn to somebody, if you really feel like okay she is she the kind of chick that I'm trying to like I'm trying to do more than just take you out on a date and bag you like I'm really trying to. Like get to know, know you, then that you means you're gonna get to know essence. me on any level. That means you're gonna try to get to know me on a business level, a friend level. Like you just trying to be in the presence of that person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you're just trying to soak up whatever you can soak up from that person. And so I feel like, and I'm not just saying it like, oh, women should be at the top of the castle with their, you know what I'm saying? And men should be down there like begging and pleading at the door. No, mm-hmm. not by any means. But if you see that a woman is sort of closed off to the idea of dating. Like, try to get to know why. Try to figure out what it is that makes that person tick. Or just trying to get to know a person. Like, you would get to know, like, a dude. Like, just try to hang out with them instead of pressing them for a relationship or pressing them for a date or sex or whatever. That gets mad annoying and gets put into the pile with all the other dudes. You know what I'm saying? Mm Because it's like, all right, go in the pile with the other 10 dudes that's pressing me for this. Mm -hmm. But if you're just trying to, like, be the friend... And it's like, you're just trying to sit there and like, just kind of like love on me and I like be able to express myself and be like, put my guard down. It's like, wow, okay. Then you start to be like, you know what? He kind of look cute. Yeah. And to even piggyback on that, when you stated about, um, you put them all, like you'll, you go in this, uh, rest of the, you go in the pack with the other guys that was trying to hit on me or have sex with me. Another thing that would bring me out of like the whole, Oh, the single thing, obviously, is persistence is my first thing because that just go a long way. Mm-hmm. That means so much than a look, than hot, than anything. But also, the di- what what makes him stand out from all these other men, what he's doing differently that they were doing. Like, oh, see, I was getting all these, but you different. Like, And, it, and that's something that can kind of ring a woman in, too. Like, oh, okay. Well, I've been getting all the ones that said they want to do this or is this way, but he this way. Mm-hmm. And so that'll make me be like, okay, well, let me just check him out. 
Because as you uh-huh. studying and trying to learn a woman, she doing the same thing to you. Mm-hmm. Like, let me see if he's even worth my time. Because if he's not, I'm, I'm going to be closed off. I'm by. Now, I think also one of the factors uh, that happens is, is when in the situation of you choosing to be single and you come to, and a guy is being pers- trying to be persistent towards you. Mm-hmm. And what happens is, is that, you know, you tell him, well, we can have, you know, this friendship. A guy automatically, you you know, and I thought it, you know saying? I had that me- mentality too until, you know, um, listening to my, my boy pod, uh, uh, podcast, Clint's on there, when they talked about it was a lot of times guys, when they hear friend, they automatically hear, oh, she don't want to fuck me. So what y'all want us to say, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> buddy old pal. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, where, it's, it's where a guy, you did think when you say, oh, we, well, we can be friends. It's like, mm-hmm. nah, like, I ain't trying to just be, the, I just don't want to just be the friend, you know. I ain't just trying to go in and out and get a burger or nothing like that. You know, I'm trying to do, you know, I'm trying to get, to know you trying to get the more, but that's at the end of the day, that's the end game. Like y'all can't be playing for the, y'all can't be playing. Like if I see your end game coming up front, like if I don't know how to explain it, but it's like, you, you can't, you can't say everything that's in your hand. You know what I'm saying? If you trying to get to know a woman and you trying to like, ultimately, of course you want to have sex with this person, right? Yeah. That's, that's that. That's the ultimate goal. You want to have sex with this person. You might see her as your, as your woman long-term. You might even see her as your wife, but it's like, how about you just come to get to know me first? Because when you come to just like, when men want sex, it's so obvious and it's a turnoff when it's just about the sex for me. It's like, Oh, okay. I can see it. I but can how, feel it. How, how can you, but tell me how, how you, you it feels feel like greasy. You see it. it feels like blue magic. Remember blue magic? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It feel like that. Greasy. And I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that. But you know, you know, you can just kind of sense that it's like their patients get real short with you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like okay. they get real, I, I, they, yeah. their patients get short with you. Then you'd be like, oh my gosh. All right. So I got maybe two weeks to talk to this dude before he going to be pressing me for something more or try to fill up on me or try to kiss me. And it's like, it makes me feel uncomfortable. It makes me feel like I can't be myself and puts me in an awkward situation. It makes me feel like I don't want to get to know him. Like I just kind of want to, all right, now move on to the next person. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or like, let me just stay home. Let me just hang out with my girlfriends because it's more comfortable. But if you want me to let my guard down, you need to be my friend first. Friend. You need to be my friend first. And that is not, like the best thing I can give you is my friendship. Because my mm-hmm. friendship is loyal. You know what I'm saying? Like once I become your friend, it's just certain things I can't do to you. Like it's just certain things that, like I'm not going to curb you like I would curb a dude that's just trying to, like, that's just trying to hit. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like I'm not going, like I'm not going to flake on you. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, no, this dude is my friend. I got loyalty towards him. I'm going to build a level of respect towards you. Those things that you're looking at, looking for as a man, mm-hmm. you will get them being somebody's friend, a good woman, yeah. a good woman's friend. You're going to get but that. I think, but, and this is, you know, and you, y'all probably never even thought about stuff like this before, but in in a guy's mind, it could be easily like, okay, well, she want to be friends. So, you know, while we uh, hanging out, laughing and, you know, go to movies or something like that. You know, I, I drop her off at home. 
she calling the uh, the nigga to come over with the dick. You know, what I'm saying to to drop it off, but I'm, but I'm the buddy. You Who know, said I'm, the, that? I'm the buddy buddy though. Who said that? But this is this Who is. But this is some things that guys think of when you say when you put the label on. Yeah, we're just gonna be friends now. As a as as being more mature as a man and grown as a man, yes, you want to be the friend first. You want to be able to genuinely get to know this person, and you want to know you know things and get um, the ins and outs of that person. You know, and have them be able to know you and be comfortable with you to be able to grow in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, but that comes with maturity. A lot mm-hmm. of things that um, guys think of is immature stuff. <laughs> it is what it is. You yeah. know, it is what it is. We have some immature minds. And I have done it multiple times. You know, it was somebody I was I was talking to a while ago where she was in the beginning, which some, you know, I want to be friends, this and this. But in trying to do that, I kept looking at the other, kept focusing on the other people, other dudes. Mm-hmm. Oh, if I ain't doing it, somebody must be doing it. Why you think that, though? Why does it have to be like that? Why do you always, why do people feel like, and I'm saying that is not for some people, but that's not the case for everybody. I was about to say, I will have to say all men don't think like that. No, I, I didn't say all men. I didn't say all men. But you was thinking like that. I said I was th- that that situation I was thinking like. But that. maybe that lies within like your insecurities. insecurities. Oh, it, yeah. yeah, I did. And, you know, with dealing with that person, some insecurities did come up. How long were you that person's friend? Do you As feel a, like you were in the friend zone? Yes, felt felt very friend zone. Okay, how long? Now, after we didn't stop talking, and I look back at the situation, yeah, I, I was stupid. Mm-hmm. I messed up the whole thing. How? By not, number one, listening. Mm. Because it never once came up and said, we can't be more. Mm-hmm. Just be my friend. Mm-hmm. And let's see what, and let's just see how, and let's yeah. see what happens. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't hearing that. You I'm like, it was what? more, I was hearing. You are my friend, you stay in this pocket. Yeah. Because you wasn't hearing what you wanted to hear, right? You you automatically closed <laughs> off your ears to exactly. all the possibilities. One hundred percent right. Start to assume it. You're one hundred percent right. <coughs> yeah, that's mm-hmm. not. But that yeah, you gotta like. I think that, like you said, is a maturity thing. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the reason like why older men, um, know how to finesse a situation because they don't be in a rush. Nope. They didn't been there. They didn't mm-hmm. done that. They cool as a cat. They like, baby girl, what you need? Yep. And and that it makes it easier for us because it's like he ain't rushing. Young dudes <laughs> be rushing. They be like, oh lord, I got to get the girl. I got to get the guy. Da, 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 da. You know, like they want they be rushing, and that is intimidating. That 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 that's scary. It, it reminds you of old wounds and trauma, and like you know, it just it. it it makes you back off, you know? And so I feel like I was talking to a guy and I like put him in a friend zone immediately. Like, no, 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 this not going to happen. We not going to, no. I think it took him, I'm saying too much. I think it maybe took him like two months of being in the friend zone and being super persistent before I started being like, you know what? I might kind of like him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I might kind of 
I mean, and he did a lot. Like, he did a lot of, like, just being my friend. Like, coming over, watching me, like, pack my stuff to go on vacation. Like, coming over, just chilling, hanging out, but just, like, super persistent. I mean, he learned my favorite food, what I like on that food, my sauces, all of this kind of stuff. Like, he just was, he was observant. And, mm-hmm. like, he was willing to get to know me. And it made me feel like, even though it was no, 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 no's across the board for other reasons, like, I started to open my mind up to him because he was really trying to get to know me. And I could see myself, had, we had fun together, you know? Mm-hmm. But, shoot. Dudes that's like, all right, look, I'm trying to take you out on a date. And then after you go on a date, they'd be like, do you like me? Like, oh, my gosh, nigga, I just met you. Like, I don't even know you like that. Like, okay, you know? So I think friend, I mean, friend zone really, in my book, me giving you my friendship, man, that's the best thing I could give you is a friendship until further notice. (laughs) (laughs) So we, uh... We um uh, getting we getting ready to come to the end of the podcast. What? <laughs> so I want to ask you. I you know what no this one I want to ask you what's some advice that you can give me mm. on dating me from <laughs> from what we from what we talked to from what we talked. Uh-huh. Me. me. So from what we talked about today, what advice can you give me? <laughs> me. I think that like you got people around you that speak very highly of you. You know? Mm-hmm. And I think that like never ruin your witness. You know? Ooh. Never ruin your witness. So like whatever whatever morals that you have and like whatever, whoever you are, whatever your character is when nobody's watching or when only your friends are watching and like not a girl that you're like in trying to get, like when they're not around and you have those people around, maintain being that man and the right person will see that and notice that and like be very blessed to have that, you know? Um, I've noticed just like in my short time being here and just being around you guys more about your character and the type of person that you are. And those things speak for itself. But when you spend your time trying to prove yourself, you got to know that you're in the wrong company. You know what I'm saying? If you feel like you got to, you got to, somebody got to know that you're a good man. They got to know, like you got to prove that to them. You're in the wrong spaces. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to, do all of that in order for somebody to see you. Just know that you're seen. You're being seen. You're being watched. People are seeing that. People are hearing what other people say about you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you got to have the confidence and the patience to allow your character to work for you. You know what I'm saying? All whatever many years you put into being the man that you are, you got to be confident that event that's going to speak for you. And you don't have to, you don't even got to say nothing. I always like a nigga that shut up. I love a nigga that shut up. Victory. Right? <laughs> I love... So, I mean, it's so hard for me to explain to people, but he shuts up. I love a nigga listens. that shut up. Because a nigga that shut up means that he's opening his ears and he's yep, listening he to the things. Everything. And also, he'll, he's allowing... 
his character mm -hmm. to speak for him. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And mm -hmm. then he allows other mm -hmm. people to speak for yep. him. Like, even with being here, like, I can tell so much about who you're with based on what she said about him and how she carries herself as a woman. You know what I'm saying? Based on the person that you have supporting you. You know what I'm saying? So, like, there's ways in which you're spoken for. Right. You know? And you got to allow that to be and, like, not be in no rush. And also listen, you know what I'm saying? If there's something that you want, if there's somebody that you want in this dating game, that don't mean that, um, that don't mean that you got to stop dating just because you want this one thing. That means, okay, well, oh, I, we're friends. Okay. I'm gonna be your friend. I'm gonna be your friend. I'm gonna get to know you. I'm gonna be loyal to you. And if, if nothing ever materializes, nothing romantic ever materializes, at least you know that you built a friendship and you learned from this relationship or some way, shape, or form. You know what I'm saying? But even like with auditions, okay, yes, I'm going around the book, but auditions. Mm -hmm. When you go into an audition, people can feel when you're thirsty. When you when you just like you wanted to desperation, they can feel desperation and they don't like it. And it's not because they don't like desperate people or they don't want you to have the job. It's because it makes them uncomfortable. Yeah. It makes them feel like okay, they're gonna keep calling Jeez, me after this. When you when you like I'm two months behind on that rent too. But. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just it's, it's uncomfortable and it's and, and it, that desperation scares the auditor. Right. It scares the person that's mm -hmm. on the other side because it feels like oh, are they gonna keep emailing me? Are they gonna harass me? Are they gonna jump over this table? Like I'm in a really vulnerable situation. But when you when you go into an audition that you don't care about, yeah, you just authentic. You, you authentic yourself. You like you may not get the job, but they're gonna remember you and they may call you back for, for another else. so it's like yep. don't always go in trying for the kill it's yeah. not always yeah. for the about kill the, life yeah. is not about just success i just put this on my instagram the other day like i wrote a note to myself and like in my study in my bible a couple years ago and it was like life isn't always about success and winning it's about how you treat people and what you learn from people and what you give like the seeds that you plant inside of people and and them inside of you and are you willing to stick around for those things to manifest and grow? Or are you just being so hungry and so desperate and like you just speed by every yeah. single thing that could possibly be for you because you're just so in a rush? What are you in a rush for? Yeah. That's a good question to ask yourself. Hey, go ahead and preach, Sister Tossie. No, not at all. Not go ahead. That's, that's, that's a good word. That's some good advice she gave you, Brent. Mm -hmm. So that's, I mean, that's what I would say. And then also, like, you're a prize too. Oh, yeah. I'm you talking to Jesus' brother right here. I'm done. Me, Jesus' brother. Jesus' brother and Beyonce. James, is and that Beyonce, you? And Beyonce, my sister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a prize too. I yeah. mean, don't act like it because women, we don't want no nigga that think he the prize. Nah. Like walking around like that. I mean, you right? I got, I mean, they want to down. help them off the curb. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, right. hold on. Hey, I we could have got it by you saying that it's something else I want to get into. I wanted to get into, but we don't, we, we don't have time, so we 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 gotta save it for for another uh, for <laughs> another episode. Good. That keeps it, yeah. For another episode. Oh my gosh, this was fun. Yeah. So, uh, tell your social media what you got coming up. Um, at Crenae Alicia on all social media. I'm like all social media. I got Instagram, y'all. Instagram and that's it. I ain't even got <laughs> okay. no Twitter. Instagram and Facebook. I'm still on Facebook for my family members, yes. my aunties and them, right? So Facebook. at Crenae Alicia. And then what I have coming up right now, I've just been accepted into a year-long fellowship with the Women in Film um, Institute. So I'm in an insight fellowship with them, and I'm just working on some feature lengths 
And um, I have a short right now called uh, called Finding Phoebe that's on Amazon Prime. So you can catch that on Amazon Prime. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, I, I got something to watch tonight. Yeah. <laughs> right. She's so cute. Thank you guys so much for having me. Shay? Um, I have a Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's um shay underscore sunday my twitter is twitter is at quashe and um i have next month i have a um feature coming up that a short film that i did we're doing a red carpet event and a screening of it it's called mateo wycliffe and um i was yeah i play a part in that my character is macy so that'll be coming up soon so i'll be giving more information on that as well and um I know no one really knows about this, but I know the movie Coming to America is coming out soon. And I'm going to be excited to go see that and Bittersweet because the girl took my role. But amen. We go, I'm going to still go and support. So, yeah. All right. So, you know, Brandon Jordan comedy. Also, uh, if I got any people in Albuquerque next week, I will be uh, in your city. Uh, I have some stuff on Instagram saying, where you know, where the show and times and stuff are going to be at. And in L.A., What's that? March 4th, I will be at the Comedy Union at 8.30. Mm-hmm. So uh, come out to that. My homeboy to hear more hosts that uh, that night. And we're going to have a blast if you want to come out. So uh, that's another episode. I'll holler at y'all next time. Peace out.